Dear Mr. I'm too good to call or write my fans, this will be the last package I ever send your ass. It's been six months and still no word. I don't deserve it. I know you got my last two letters. I wrote the addresses even if I could, it would all be great. But your picture on my wall, it reminds me that it's not so bad. Not so bad. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you. Write me a nice letter. Tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, Facebook for Brian's sake. Brandon, um, you know I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. the singing, especially if we uh, if we're gonna be sing- talking about wrestling stands. Um, <laughs> and I just don't appreciate What's you cutting off my verse. I, I had a lot of serious? pent up anger. And, uh, yeah. Come on. So Mason says, oh my god, why am I blind, not deaf? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna get sued by Dido. We are not getting sued Uh. by Dido. That was a a, a tribute. A tribute to Dido. (laughs) Um, That wasn't a... fair use, right? Right, fair use. (laughs) Under fair use guidelines. Plus it's Brandon singing it. Yeah, it doesn't count. Brandon, a lot of people don't know you legitimately have, like, really like a really good voice <laughs> i'm you gonna know, say what, that what, i'm gonna say I, that you'll you know, be like i, nah, I think man, i nah. say when i was when i was younger yeah i felt like i could hit the upper registries before you know the the dis- testicles descended uh but yeah you know how that goes a uh, one crazy drew, man one drew p says i'm creeping in the background to remind brandon i'm coming for his co-host spot <laughs> drew <laughs> <laughs> Drew's yes. on the chat. He's alive. He's ready to go. You know what We're I realized? I don't Drew even have the, our episode topics right now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. It's okay. I got, it. I got it going here. Got it. Uh, All right. Don't hit any hotkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird. Let's not say YouTube is trying to censor us, bro. They've been censoring us the last two weeks for sensitive content and, and all of this stuff. <laughs> so we got to be careful. And then I show up with a shirt that says, Eat Her Soul. I don't know if you can oh, see that. No. It says, Eat oh, Her Soul. It's a, my Abaddon shirt to protect me from, from uh, with the, <laughs> what does Borat say? <laughs> with a jar full of gypsy tears. Yeah, um, gypsy tears. <laughs> But yeah, um, no. Uh, Hollis I was says, say, I, wait, oh, yeah. before we say it, I, I have to give him that. Brandon can sing, says Hollis. So, yes. Brandon. Oh, thanks, Brandon was just bullshitting there. But <laughs> Matisse got cold and wondering why. Like, he could, I was like, you got to hit that note. Because he originally yeah. was going to go for the lower register. I was like, go for the high yeah. and impress people. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it high, man. Oh, man. I wanted it higher but than no. that riddle. <laughs> but speaking of uh, interrupting people, man. Poor Vicky James. I mean, she <laughs> she can't even have a damn match. And just talking over a jug, man. You, you know what? We, we I've said this before, but it reminded me a lot of uh, Four Scholar Gray and P Diddy. 
Oh my God, Skyler! Again, we've said that before. Skyler P. Diddy performed at WrestleMania 29, and I remember just like, go ahead, Brandon. Let, let's do an imitation of it. You sing Skyler Gray's part, and I'll be Diddy. This so since they want more singing, this is what is, the performance was like at WrestleMania 29 when Skyler Gray was trying to sing "Beautiful." Like, and and, and uh, April says we need a Kenny for your thoughts soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I agree. Are I agree. you, you going to work on that? Are you going to work on a, a soundtrack? We should. Here, here's, I think you could do it. Well, our audio is already going crazy. There's too much fire going on here, Brandon. Too much fire on our podcast. So let's see if I can I can tame tame the fire a little bit before we start singing. Here we go. Hold on. It's uh, okay. It's okay, baby. We're just the hottest wrestling podcast in the world. It's okay. It's okay. We'll be gentle. Okay, Brandon. I think I think we're good. All right, ready? All right. This is what it was like for P Diddy and Skylar Gray. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I gotta find the words. Uh, uh, I feel running with wolves that I'm no. on the ground. That is that. No, that's the wrong was, I'm, com- I'm coming home. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> coming home. I'm coming yeah. home. I'm coming home. The world. Tell everybody in New York, New Jersey, <laughs> give it up for my people. I'm Keep singing, coming. damn it. Come on. <laughs> See, that's how I don't know Skylar Gray, like how she kept her composure. Because literally, it was like, she's like, I'm coming home, coming home. And Diddy's like, Yeah, everybody threw two hands in the sky. Let me know you're here. Like, fuck, man. That's what, that's what happened to poor Mickey James, man. That's exactly she what happened trying, to Mickey James. She's she's, selling her heart it's out. a year, a year of her not like being around. She comes back for a match, and then it's like, Holy shit. They're gonna, not only do they have like a, basically another segment going on, but then she loses by count out. She's made to look like a fool. You want to talk about AEW's women's division? What the hell was this? <laughs> this was disrespect upon disrespect. Oh man! And then for and then for Lana like gets kicked like, but it's like kind of off camera. <laughs> so it's like poor Lana takes a bump. She oh, takes a bump for once, yeah. <laughs> and then when she takes a bump, nope, it's not, it's not even seen. No, you're showing it. They, they don't even show it. Nothing happens. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Mason, think- <laughs> Mason says Grammy yeah. Award winning artist Kenny and Brandon. So yes, thank you very much. Very nice. But do I think what? But yeah, no, it was funny because people were, you know, they're like, look, you know, they were doing it, you know, to get heat on uh, Rollins, you know, for interrupting the segment. But I, 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 I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, oh man, that sucks. They're interrupting her match. I, I didn't, wasn't even thinking about it that way. But maybe I should. Maybe that's the way to think about it. Maybe it was, it was a good idea after all. Like I mean, to it was make a good hate, hate on Rollins more. Like, so it was a good segment. Don't get me wrong. In terms of, uh, it was just like, why did they choose that one? Like they could have. Why? Like, do it to Vicky James. Yeah, like like <laughs> mainly like why after during her comeback match, she didn't even get an entrance. She they, she was just standing in the ring. <laughs> they come back and then Seth Rollins does the, all that shit during her match. And then yeah, it was just I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you. But let's talk about something positive, all right? Let's talk about the fact that uh, I don't know if anybody noticed but SmackDown uh was TV 14. Did anyone mm-hmm. notice that TV in, in the corner? I posted it on Twitter. It was TV 14 and nobody reported that. Like, like Ryan Satin, even no, nobody reported that, but it literally had a TV 14 rating uh, in, in the corner. So I was like, is that for the foreseeable future? Uh, but you know, what's funny. I actually didn't check if raw had a, uh, cause I meant to check if raw had a um, right. TV 14 rating or if that was just the one SmackDown thing. Yeah. And which is weird. Cause it's like, they seem to have been able to get away with a lot under the TVPG 
So I didn't even know if it was worth changing. I I, I didn't feel yeah. like they did anything too crazy on SmackDown to the rating, but maybe maybe, well, they, maybe they'll start pushing stuff more I, later on. I think it was because you know the, the eroticism uh, <laughs> of of Joseph Park showing up on SmackDown. It was just like they were like, you know, this has to be TV fourteen <laughs> because he's just way too sexy to be on TV. How about <laughs> TNA represent again, baby? T- Joseph Bre- Park. So Brendan and I went to a TNA show in uh, 2013, an Impact Wrestling show. Sorry, and yes. uh, we dressed as two alter egos. I, I got to find those pictures, man. We dressed as oh, alter man, egos of Joseph right. Park. So Brandon wore a full suit, uh, just like yeah. you know Joseph Park did on SmackDown, and then uh, I wore the uh, sweat, <laughs> the tracksuit, sweatpants <laughs> with the towel. Damn, and I had my right. hair like slicked back that's and it. stuff, and like yeah, it was funny. There's videos out there. Uh, oh God, Chris Hamrick's on the uh, Instagram chat. He says, "Go to hell." Why would I want to go to a place where you're going? But anyway, wow, look at this. This is why Kitty's gonna be a wrestler, baby. He these these like quick, but comebacks. You just feel it. In look, a promo. If, if I became a wrestler, I'm I'm not even asking permission. I'm stealing Hemrick's spot, all right? I'm, I'm taking the spot and diving straight out the ring, all right? But anyway, yeah. the Chris are, are Hammock you excited about? <laughs> I said, are you excited about TV 14, possibly, going forward? If, I mean, that one <laughs> angle they were doing with uh, Alexa Bliss and uh, what's there was pretty weird, like, putting his hands in her mouth for the mandible cloth thing. That was kind of... Yeah. yeah, maybe it was, it was like kinda the sexy, stuff. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of no? sexy is what you just said? Yeah, what is like, wrong with you? Ooh, like especially the second when he's like going and then she like kind of stops him and it's like ooh, what like what is this it's kind of weird but it was, i kind of liked it no no what else all right maybe it's just me of course it's only just you what is wrong with you why is why is everything weirdly provocative and sexual to you it's not i thought that's what they were going for i was like maybe that's maybe that's what the tv 14 was for so they could do that spot my god i don't know I don't know. It's okay. And of course, like, <laughs> uh, of course, by the way, the, the live chat's not working because sure enough, I go on, on uh, YouTube and uh, yeah. it's completely working. But my, my computer's acting up, so give, give me two seconds here. Let me fix this. We'll go back. We'll show uh, this episode thumbnail <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Brittany, don't make me look stupid on my own podcast. Sorry. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> good job, man. These hot keys. I mean, could you imagine like me trying to do this? You damn, you idiot! Why would you do this to me? <laughs> yes, you're making me look stupid. Oh. Try this again. It'd be a nightmare. All right, we're back. <laughs> you did it. You fixed it. <laughs> I didn't fix shit, but it's okay. All right, here we go. I'm gonna chat along with the live chat. It's over here. Uh, I don't know why the chat's saying Brandon hung out with Epstein. What do you expect? What is going on here? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. The live chat has the. They're having their own episode. It's funny. They're never talking about what we're talking about. Um, now, oh, hold on, wait. Before we move on for the Epstein thing, are you oh telling me? I mean, say you know, you, you got some money. You're hanging out. He's you, he's your friend. He knows a bunch of anyway, other, you know, anyway. You're not so, getting a massage? Anyway, reports of a man breaking into Sonya Deville's house, and we're going to save that, just so you know, for the main event, because I do have a rant to say about wrestling stands, and it pertains to the break-in to Sonya Deville's house. But moving forward, 
Um, absolutely, AEW didn't air this week. Uh, it's airing. Uh, this episode is being recorded on Friday, so tomorrow, Saturday. But uh, reports mm. Chris Jericho was saying that uh, basically Eric Bischoff being at AEW Dynamite, which was a taped episode, uh, got leaked by an NXT reject. What? So who do you think? Yeah, who do you think this is? Who do you think is basically a spy for WWE and trying to get back in their good graces? It's funny. I had a name in mind, and everybody else said the same name. So, <laughs> oh my God, who do you think this the, is? Uh, Tino Savatelli, because because he was, I think, on Dark that episode. That episode, and oh, uh, yeah, this is Dark guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Tino Sabatelli, Sabby, uh, I think, and everybody's saying yes. Today is Thursday. I'm used to the Friday episodes. <laughs> okay, sue me. <laughs> tomorrow Saturday. Uh, tomorrow, Sa- I said tomorrow Saturday. Yeah, I'm so used to the, the Friday episodes. All right. <laughs> Stop correcting Dude, me. So, it hurts my feelings. Yeah. So wait, this is some weird like Wednesday night war stuff if they're like trying to spoil no, what's no, going on in no, the no, show, right? No, no, no. You see you're taking that wrong. And that's what I'm saying. That's just no. funny. That's funny. You're 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 just like you're just like wrestling Twitter. Which is like, like <laughs> you hear it how you want to hear it. And that's my problem. All what you heard in your head was Vince McMahon sent a spy into WW to to, to to AEW to penetrate their show. <laughs> And blah, 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 and come back and report to him. No, what this means is that what they're trying to say is that somebody who's trying to get in back into NXT in their good graces went and reported that to fuck up AEW. That's what they're they're reporting. So don't make this shit up, okay? Don't make shit up. In fact, let's talk about (laughs) making shit up, all right? Let's get into this one, all right? Uh So wrestling Twitter... So everybody knows I'm friends with Izzy and her family, right? Does everyone know that? Let's just establish oh, okay. that right now. So I sent a tweet out, tongue in cheek, you know, because we're getting the Thunderdome. Again, if you don't know what the Thunderdome is, I think we talked about it the last episode, but it didn't have an official name. It's a fan interaction. Thousands and thousands of fans are going to be there. We'll get into that, though. So basically, I said to my favorite eighth grader, who is Izzy, I said to my favorite eighth grader, Hope you're having fun in the educational battle, um, Thunderdome. She said, LOL, blah, 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 blah. I tagged her parents. That's just what I do. Anytime I post, like, about Izzy, I tag her parents, and it's out of respect, right? Because it's Mm. like, we're all in on the conversation. There's nothing weird going on. But, wrestling Twitter, (laughs) interpreting things the way they want to, they're like, you're a grown-ass man, leave that little girl alone, (laughs) do this, 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 and they're like, they're going on. And I'm like... I literally didn't say anything, but I, I finally tweeted out. I go, all right, guys, I'm friends with Izzy's family. I've worked with her at wrestling promotions. Um, <clears throat> you know, why are you making this something it's not? And then the funny part, Damn. you know, her, her father came on <laughs> and basically <laughs> said, like, hey, this is our family friend. Can you leave him alone? Damn, you know, yeah, like this is straight. Yeah. And then he was like, don't worry about the morons. And it kind of like made me realize on wrestling twitter i do have to kind of you know take a step back and be like i am above this you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I have a platform i i'm friends with some great people in the wrestling industry um so it's not like a like this but it's literally like i don't have to respond to these type of people <laughs> because uh somebody said it best and i'm not going to mention who but somebody said you know it's funny how the same ones who are saying all of that to you are the same people who are going to go like her picture at 2 30 in the morning and that is a great way to say it and guys you know full disclosure i have a three-year-old daughter i mean 
Right. That's how I treat Izzy. I treat Izzy like I'm like, you know, if she's like my daughter in 10 years is literally how I look at it. And so, uh, you know, we've been at wrestling events and I've kind of like hung around her to make sure that other fans. So, you know, because bluntly fans ask for her autograph and they go to hug her and they do stuff. And I'll kind of like grab Izzy and say, hey, we got to go take pictures in the back or something, you know, say something to pull her away from the situation. Right. And uh, so so to, to include me into in that and not understand, like kind of pissed me off on a personal level. But, you know, I have to take a step back and go, these idiots don't know. These idiots don't know who I am or what I do. And bluntly, they're probably the ones that we should be checking their computer. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> So what you kind of had going on was like what Drake and uh, Millie Bobby Brown had going on, right? That no. Sort of oh, my God. Please don't no? compare me to Drake and Billy and Millie Bobby Brown because I, that seemed more like grooming. Well, I saw his text. I don't know. Like, the, the, like that friends. seemed weird. That seemed oh. weird. That one seemed weird. But like, so so basically Brandon's now just damning me and putting me in a situation. <laughs> no, no. no, I thought I thought they, they were just they're just friends. So, yeah. But speaking of friend, speaking of people talking to minors when they shouldn't be uh, Velveteen Dream advanced to the uh, takeover 30 ladder match. Yeah. Um, and Twitter lost their collective minds. So what do you think about this? Because Brandon apparently has no problem with anything. I'm at least yeah. remaining objective. Um, yeah, I'm we need a, if they, we need a yeah. Kenny for your thoughts wrestling promotion. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like MLW and Coke is what people are saying. Yes, Brandon, I, you know how quickly yeah. Brandon would be uh, like outed from the company. <laughs> oh wow, wow! Look, the, it, look, Dream, he's back, right? He's wrestling. That means I think that that's a pretty good sign that things are cleared up. I mean, mm-hmm. the WWE has been pretty, you know pretty strict with on, on a lot of things you know you you say a funny tweet or something that doesn't go off the wrong way you know they'll right. take you off tv so but supposedly, I'm assuming he's back so maybe this is sort of cleared up there's some sort of misunderstanding and it wasn't as bad as you know we originally thought it might have been supposedly uh triple h actually went on record as saying um so that that nothing was found and the reason he was right. off tv was uh because of the car accident now i'm going to give you both both perspectives all right so i i'm a little bit weirded out with the fact that velveteen dream is back and especially since he's like a heel it's almost like he's healing up like the, i don't know it's like almost like bad timing but i will say like again I feel like everybody jumps to conclusions without knowing things. And it's like, I try a lot of people say, well, you're what's wrong. You're what's wrong with, um, you know, you're not, you're, you're not holding him accountable. And, and okay. The reason I don't hold people accountable, quote unquote, Mm. is because I don't want to be just as irresponsible as you know, the people that do wrong things. What I mean by that is there are people who do things that we should instantly go like, like that. But in the Velveteen dream case, it's like, I don't know if they're supposedly saying he's innocent and then I'm going to go disparage his name. It's like, I feel I'm doing, I'm being irresponsible too. So it has yeah. nothing to do with like, do I, do I think he's innocent? I, I don't lean towards that side, but I'm also not going to be that person who, uh, I give, I give you a perfect example. Right. And, and I don't want you, anyone to think it's about the speaking out movement. It's not, it's just about wrestling Twitter in general. So there were reports that uh, Danny Garcia, the wife's ex, the Rock's ex-wife, uh, basically was mad that he was getting all the publicity for the XFL mm-hmm. stuff, and that was what the reports were saying. And instantly, I see comments of like, you know, f that bitch, 
uh, stuff, you know, she's just jealous. The Rock, why wouldn't you know that The Rock is the most famous, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, guys, using my head on this one, they have a business together. They have a child together, for that matter. But he's like, she manages him. She helps him with his business affairs. She, no, no pun intended, she knows her role. Like, she knows what's up with The Rock. She knows how famous he is. She was there. She was in the front lines when he was getting famous. So for a port to go out and insinuate that she's jealous of his success is idiotic because she knows who she married. She knows what's up there. And so for people to attack her on a personal level was so irresponsible because it was like, you don't even, how are those reports even true? How could those reports even be true? So in that case, it was like blatantly obvious that it wasn't true. Okay. Now going back to the Velveteen Dream stuff. I think that there, I think, you know, again, the, 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 the evidence was a little, was mounting against him. I think it's irresponsible. Forget, forget wrestling Twitter to hell with wrestling Twitter, because they're going to be toxic no matter what. But I think it was really irresponsible of WWE to put this guy in such a big position right off the bat. So it's like, wouldn't you at least let this cool down again? I'm talking. I'm not even talking about from a moral level. I'm talking from a business level. It's like, wouldn't you let this shit cool down instead of giving it bad publicity? What if he was put into his match to take the pinfall? Yeah, I I kind of agree with with, with what Mason just said. He goes, that's just WWE bias talking. And that's kind of what I'm saying is a lot of people throwing Mm -hmm. in there. I hate WWE into this where we have to look at it on a moral uh, level. But, you know, he does say WWE can be corrupt, but they're not going to protect a pedophile. And I kind of agree with that. But at the same time, it's like I, I also think it's I just don't agree with WWE putting him right back into the main event the way they are. Um. And, you know, Fire Velveteen Dream was trending, and full disclosure, it was his birthday yesterday. Awesome. It was his birthday yesterday when that was trending. Like, you know, That's so he's got to see on his Twitter feed. He <laughs> wanted fire today, poor guy. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa, Jared, there's no bias. I love WWE, but they do a lot of shady shit, as yeah. if companies don't do shady shit in general. I'm not even going to defend WWE, but like right. big corporations, it's like there's so much eyes on you that it's hard not to do quote unquote shady shit because there's always going to be criticism from somebody um you know but but anyway um next topic yes next topic oh well i guess keeping it within uh nxc man how about your boy pat mcafee cut a five-star promo holy crap man and all these jabronis uh, drew texted me our friend drew yeah. i don't know if he's still on the chat right now but he texted me and he was just like uh you know wwe's roster needs to take notes because it's true the <laughs> fact that a guy could come in and uh you know then we get into the argument of it is it because he's not scripted wwe didn't script this guy mm. um you know he comes in and he just cuts an amazing amazing promo and it's like did how he, yeah. how did he do that like how did he do that right off the bat it's just to have that level of talent, like right away, amazing. Uh, what did you think of Gronk? I think Gronk did a good job too for the little bit he was there. It, it's not that I, his speaking segments as well. I didn't think that Gronk did bad, but he didn't evoke emotion as much as okay. Pat McAfee did. That's Pat did, yeah. Pat McAfee made me like pay attention to what he said, and Pat McAfee made me go like really be invested in something. Where Gronk kind of was like, "Oh, I didn't expect him to talk that good." Okay. Yeah, does so, that make sense? Right, so Pat, yeah, so Pat took it to that. Yeah, like he was higher. just good. Yeah, he was just good right away. So, right. 
Well, that's good, man. Uh, so guys, they've they've brought in uh, Pat McAfee. I think uh, I think even Rousey. Uh, uh, Rousey, Rousey well. doesn't get yeah, enough credit for being as good yeah. as she was right away, and, and you can you can say she's a polarizing figure. You can say a lot of things, but again, just the fact that she was so good right off the bat um, says a lot. Says a lot about her. Uh, that's different level talent. I'm always a fan of like a lot of people like have a problem when outside talent come in. I don't have a problem with outside talent come in coming in it if they take it seriously, like a Pat McAfee, like a Ronda Rousey. Like, they had a certain level of respect. Now, we can argue that Ronda Rousey kind of lost hers along the way, but that was because of wrestling stands, <laughs> which we will get into. Okay? Yeah. But before the stands, yeah, she was she was in it. She was doing well. Oh, oh, I'm curious, to, uh, what do you think of uh, Arquette? If you thought... Arquette was a guy, you know, that came from the outside, but did he do? He did a good I, job. You know, I have a had. controversial take on, uh, on on David Arquette because David Arquette, um, I think I think he did better than anyone will give him credit for it. Like he didn't want to do that. Like reports have always come out that when they said you're going to be the, the WCW title, he's like, no, no, don't do that. Like I'm not going. I don't want to do that. And they were like, no, this is what we want. And he kind of had to just fill the role. And uh, yeah, that's a hard spot to be in, man. That's a hard spot to right. be in. But the fact that he came back into the business and just wrestled on the independence like shows a different love, uh, you know, of the wrestling industry. So he did it right. Yeah. He did it right. And uh, people are saying Ready to Rumble is a goat movie. <laughs> and yeah, Pat McAfee should uh, should at the very least be a full time manager. And then why are we talking about if Pat McAfee is hotter than Charlie Caruso? <laughs> why is that going on in my chat right now? First of all, it's relevant, right? There's it's no so comparison. Yeah. There's no comparison. <laughs> One is super, super hot, voluptuous. Any guy wants to be be with her. It's like, <laughs> and the other is Charlie Caruso. Oh, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy. What, uh, what do you think? Sort of the current roster guys can do to sort of match that. You know, probability is it just you know they're being too scripted, or do they just need the? That's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like, was it that Pat McAfee was so good at a promo, or was it because they were like, just say what you want? Whereas some of the Mm -hmm. main roster, I mean, look, look at like Apollo Cruz as an example. I've said it before. It's like they they took the reins off of him, and all of a sudden, it's like Apollo Cruz can cut a promo. I had no idea he could cut a promo. Mandy Rose cut an amazing promo. Like, Mandy Rose all of a sudden is just like, man, like I said, I think I said it last week. She's oh, yeah. like a Margot Robbie, you know, um, birds of prey kind of thing. It's like, wow, I, I didn't expect that. So maybe WWE's kind of seeing the error in their ways and just letting the talent kind of do what they want. And to me, it's working. That's that's actually a really good consequence of um, of the, uh, what do you call it, the COVID era, if you will. Mm. Because I guess less writers, less people in the office. Uh, so it's good. And yeah, people were saying Apollo Crews needs to become WWE champion. I agree. Like he's on the up and up. Brandon hates Brandon hates for some reason <laughs> Apollo Crews for no reason. Like he hasn't even seen him. Like he's only going off the like jobber Titus O'Neil run that he had. <laughs> like Apollo Crews has stepped up his game. And actually, I want you to go watch the ending yeah. of NXT. You know how NXT ended? With Thick Boy looking at the screen going like this. Oh, yeah. I was I literally was like, Brandon <laughs> Brandon is gonna have a field day with Thick Boy ending an oh, NXT episode. Man. Look at that. You know, he's probably gonna win the, the title too. 
Uh, Mason says, I don't it? feel comfortable calling anyone an egomaniac while, while Kenny exists. Look, first of all, <laughs> all I'm saying is a lot of moms tell their kids, you know, that they're the best thing in the world. But my mom was the only one that was actually right. So anyway, go <laughs> yeah, he's got a bar for days, this guy. Amazing. <laughs> I am the gold standard. But anyway, um, so WWE was actually considering bringing back Talking Smack. I was getting excited. I was like, oh, man, like Talking Smack should have never been canceled. Renee Young, you know, Daniel Bryan. Like, it was so good uh, when it existed 2016, 2017. Then the very next day, reports come out that Renee Young had handed in her notice to WWE and oh. will be leaving after SummerSlam. So Renee Young is uh, leaving WWE uh, unofficially, I guess, because we don't have confirmation. But she did tweet out, time to close this out strong. So, I mean, yeah. it's like all but confirmed. And uh, I'm sad. I honestly am because, uh, you know, hit me up in the chat on this one. Um, I personally love Renee, Renee Young. I feel like she is uh, a, such a versatile talent. She's one of those that, mm. like, you can give her anything and she knocks it out of the park. She hated commentary and she still did it well. You know what I mean? Like, um, she went on a Fox show talking smack. Like, everything she's on, they, they, they give it to her and then cancel it on her. And so a lot of people... <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, yeah. Like, I'm going to be blunt. A lot of people... I, I saw some people saying... Well, John Moxley got her her job in WWE. Of course, he's going to get her a job in AEW. And I was like, you really reduced Renee Young to that? Because bluntly, uh, yeah. uh, Renee I think Young. She'll end up on a. But Renee Young didn't know John Moxley when she came to WWE. They met in WWE. Not only that, the fact that, like, I don't know, like, that's one of those. I'm just going to be really blunt. That's one of those where a guy is reducing a woman to being the wife of somebody else. When. In reality, Renee Young, regardless of who she married, I don't care if she married a piece of trash like Brandon. Like, <laughs> regardless, me, please, Renee. regardless, she is so talented. And yes, uh, so Hollis is correcting me. I love Renee Young, but she was talking hockey in the tweet. Yes, so just coincidental timing. Maybe maybe she did it on purpose. You know, she's one of those. But yeah, again, Renee Young met met Moxley in WWE, and she's just. You give her anything and she's good. I mean, her look at her audition. She had to like sell a broom to somebody, and she did amazingly. She had she was charming. She had personality. Mm. Renee Young is a a very very much like it. It sucks that WWE lost Kathy Kelly and lost uh, Renee Young because oh, yeah, you had yeah. to me those girl next doors that could talk sports, that could talk that, and they're they're losing that. And yet, like Renee Young has I, a bigger name than yeah. Moxley. I don't know if I agree with bigger name, but it's up there. That's what I'm saying. They're up there separately. It's kind of like saying, right. you know, they have their own money. Like, they're both multimillionaires by themselves. You know, so you come together, right. you're a power couple. That's kind of that's what I figure with the two of them. And, um, yeah, but it, to be, as a guy, bluntly, it pissed me off to see Renee Young reduced to, uh, reduced to being Moxley's wife. Because she's not. She's not. Right. I hate when people do that shit. Same guys that aren't getting laid are are the same guys who are (laughs) reduced women to that shit. And then they wonder why all women hate me. I don't understand why. It's got to be them. It's not me because, God forbid, I do some self-improvement. They're the same guys that are It's like the same people that shit in their own room and 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 blame other people for why it stinks. (laughs) All right? Made that one up on the spot. But speaking of which, there's a topic I wanted to talk about because there's a guy... Oh, and I, I'm going to try to, like, stop myself from saying it, but he literally posts a video 
Um, called 10 Reasons Why Women of This Generation Are Trash. And this oh, one, again, no. I'm, a, I'm coming from a guy's perspective, and this one just irritated me. and just irritated me b- beyond belief. Because he's wearing a big old AEW shirt. So he's representing <laughs> AEW, which are, it's going across his man tits. And he's talking uh, about how well. women of this generation suck. And he's saying things like, he doesn't like, this one was really funny. He goes, I don't like bisexual women because all of a sudden they're cheating on you with other women and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, how, how do you know what a bisexual woman is? You've never been with one. I promise you. <laughs> if, if you, if you're so insecure that you you view not dating a bisexual woman, you can't do that because, oh, there's more competition. That's a, that's, that's more of a, uh, a statement about you than it is about mm. her. Because now you're like, well, not only do I have to compete with men, I have to compete with women. You're the same one texting her all night. Where are you? Why aren't you talking to me? Why is this? What is that? If you even got her number in the first place, you fat son of a bitch. But go <laughs> on. But look, 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 I'm just saying. April Bump says that dude, that dude had guy. juicier titties than most women. So clearly he has a high bar. Right. April says, I'm literally having to approve all of these messages right now because they're being censored as I'm having to hit approve and show on the chat. Uh, April says he's a mega version who doesn't wash his ass. Yes. And, you know, I'm saying April coming from April. She knows what I'm talking about. This is one of those guys like look like yeah. he didn't bathe. That looks like I, I the way I always said it. Right. Like, I'm not the best looking guy in the world. Right. But I uh-huh. like I know I know. Like, I'll say it like this. Um, he washes his ass, that's for sure. But I wash my ass, right. There you go, yeah. I wash my ass. But, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I'm better than this guy, but I don't talk like that. I don't talk with the ego that someone like that talks, because it's like, come on now. Like, wh- what, are you, what are you thinking is going to happen when you do a video like that? Do you think that women are just going to suddenly fall on your lap? Do you think you're going <laughs> to warn other men so you're white knighting yourself? Like, what is, what, what is the point of doing that besides being a, 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 a little bitch craving attention? I just don't understand it. I really don't. And uh, by the way, Chris Hamrick says he's telling John Moxley on me. I love John Moxley. Why are you telling on me? Chris Hamrick's a freaking tattletale. He's going to tell everybody everything. April says I'm, I'm fine as fook. I appreciate yeah. that, okay? But, like, I'm just... No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, like... Yeah. It's kind of like, and, and, and Matt Ritter says, Matt Ritter, by the way, me and him were on Pornhub together. I left that hang there without context. <laughs> and uh, that, <laughs> I left that hang there without context. I'll let him explain if he wants to. But your boy is oh, on no. Pornhub this week, of all things. Um, but going back, Matt says, Kenny feigning being humble. Here's my thing. I'm not <laughs> humble per se. It, all jokes aside, right? Here's what it is. I'm confident in my own skin. I'm humble enough to know I'm not the best, but I'm confident enough to know I'm not that bad. Okay, that's a, and I think that's where we should all be. You know what I mean? Know where we stand, but you don't think like this guy of like women, women. This like I generalize. If you are so confident and so cocky that you can just group uh, people together, whether it's oh all black people are like this, all women are like this, all Asians are like this, all this are like that. If you get to that level. You're ignorant. I don't, want to, I don't want to talk to you. Because there's no fixing that. Which goes back to wrestling stands, but we'll get into that. Wrestling stands is for the end. I wonder if... Maybe there are, maybe there are certain types of women out there that, that that message might resonate with. 
that maybe he was if you were more. A woman, look, 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 there's not a knock if you're a woman that that resonates with yeah. do me a favor contact me so <laughs> i can i can like talk to you about your problems because bluntly that means you don't <laughs> value educator. yourself it's oh, as simple man. as that because if you you're if right. you the I, I it's all there was somebody who like talked to uh freaking dj storms i'm like if you're talking to dj storms just I'll get you to talk to better people. All right. It's as simple as that. Why are we talking about Shayna Baszler at the chat? Oh, we're talking about women's wrestlers. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, let's talk about the Thunderdome, Brandon. Yes. So, this is exciting. Or it could be. We don't know yet. We'll see. No, I mean, I posted pictures on our social media. Uh, the WWE Thunderdome with all the fans you see behind us here is the, the Amway Center. <laughs> Uh, didn't change it from last week. Maybe I should have totally forgot to be honest with you, but uh, The Thunderdome is going to be this huge screen round screen is gonna be like a very interactive experience I'm excited. Uh, your boy Actually was qualified to be on the Thunderdome on Friday on on Smackdown. So I'm, oh, I, I, I saw reports. I saw reports of like everybody's like I can't get on I can't get on and I was like I got on within like five minutes I didn't realize like like it was just dumb luck like I just I registered and got on and they told me the rules and uh so I guess I will be on there. Uh it says no third party shirts, so I can't wear uh, oh, no. I, I can't be wearing AEW merch. Sorry guys. Dang, dang. Wait, can you wear the peach piece? <laughs> I can wear the peach uh, piece, the which shirt? full disclosure, yeah. we have the shirts. We have the shirts and Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll wear them the next episode, but but uh You gotta wear the Suns back that live. Here's bro. your peach piece shirt. <laughs> Let them know you're okay, brother. Give them the old peach piece. So we got those. We got those available on ProWrestlingTees.com. I left them up. I was supposed to take them down. But uh, speaking of shirts, Brandon has his own shirt. His his, his B and B shirt live on ProWrestlingTees.com right now. So you can purchase a B and B Brandon shirt. Uh, I can't believe it. But hurry up and get it so you can wear it on the virtual fan thing in yes. the Thunderdome. And Brandon, I did tell you there was breaking news before we came on air, so let's get yes. into that. The breaking news is that uh, starting August 27th, AEW live crowds are allowed back in at a 10% to 15% capacity. Nice. That being said, what are you doing on August 27th? probably working <laughs> let us go out. let us go hemrick says is this wrestling talk or dr phil see <laughs> this is wrestling psychology hemrick i know you don't know what we're talking about but... <laughs> but let's actually get into that because you want to talk about explaining things to workers right on uh. twitter um, someone help me in the chat here because I can't remember the context. But there was a uh, uh, something about AEW Dark and uh, Billy Gunn was on there, and Shane Helms had said something, and a wrestling fan literally said something like, "The reason he worked over the arm and did this was because Alan Angels does this, and this is how it happens, and this, this, and this." And I re I retweeted that, and I was like, "Did you just smart explain? Oh snap! Did you just smart explain a wrestling oh, match?" Oh. To one of the best workers of this millennium, and I'm not just saying that to kiss Shane Helms' ass. Go watch his run in 2006 when he was cruiserweight champion, and then left that division and was going to the heavyweight before he got injured. One of the best runs from the best workers ever. Shane Helms, I would love to learn wrestling from Shane Helms, and you're explaining a match to Shane Helms. So the I've turned, I've coined a new term, which is. Don't smart explain a match to a professional wrestler. 
it's just like a man, like you see the men explaining about that time of the month or something to a woman. It's like, how can you fucking do that? You do not explain something to somebody who knows it better than you. What if you have like, you know, you got like a lot of sisters that you like grew up with? Look, there was, I, I've read one where it was like a girl flat out didn't know something and the guy said i yeah. feel like i was mansplaining but i knew i was correct that's different but when you're so we when you're the w reason why this women of this generation suck if you're that type of guy and you feel the need to explain then you're in a completely different headspace so don't smart explain okay again all jokes aside yeah. it's like me looking at chris hamrick and telling him how to work i may say it jokingly <laughs> because i love chris hamrick but like yeah. i would never legitimately tell this guy how to work a match because he's one of the best workers in the business. He's a guy that has a lot to offer. Okay. Now, Chris, you promised me $50 to put, put you over, <laughs> make sure you send it to my PayPal. And like <laughs> Mason says, when Kenny gets yeah. mad, it's not good for my uh, blood pressure. He's so good at promo cutting that he makes me mad too. See, I'm the Pat McAfee yeah. of the wrestling podcast world. I come in, I blow shit up, I walk out, and then you wonder why are you even listening to other wrestling podcasts. You wonder why I have a co-host when I have a personality of two people and he has a personality of a coconut. All right? So I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> He's why on coconut? fire, ladies. Why coconut? He's on fire. But my thing is, again, it really did, like, all jokes aside, piss me off that this guy, <laughs> Hamrick says the money's in the mail, by the way. Why are you sending snail mail? You know you know, mailboxes are be being taken out already? Why <laughs> This money's never going to get to me. This, is gonna, this, this money's going to bounce quicker than an ECW check, damn it. But uh. <laughs> I'm just saying, all jokes aside, in your life, guys, don't do that. Don't be that kind of person. Don't be that kind of person that has to explain things to people to seem better. Because if you are so naive that you can explain, uh, be a white person that explains Black Lives Matter to a black person who went through, um, you know, went through um, a bad situation with cops. Or if you're a guy that can explain how women are held down to a woman. You're just on different level of ignorance. There's no saving you. Fernando was here. So I want to end the episode because I don't want to talk to Fernando. But seriously, no, no Shane, Shane Helms, man, uh, with all, all due respect, man, I think you responded to that um, as best as you could. <laughs> Shane Helms, if you're not following his Twitter, you should. Um, he's awesome. And maybe, just maybe, one day, if you ever want to be interviewed, I know a couple guys. Um, I promise you, I, like I, may, I, I, I promise you, this guy over here won't smart explain anything to you. It's like, let me tell you about no. the cruiserweight title. Let me tell you how to be the best worker in the business. That's what Brandon's going to tell Shane Helms. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, I'd love to. It's just, uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Things going to rain. It just suddenly all, all of a sudden got dark. But maybe it just got dark because, you know, the good Lord is listening to me rant about, about this. And the walls are closing in on all of us. Okay. Pay the attention to my words. It's like, it's, like, it's like a promo where I'm just like the lone spotlight. But <laughs> speaking of uh, closing in, what do you think of uh, Shawn Michaels' hairline? So this this is uh, <laughs> what a what a transition. <laughs> um, Y'all gonna think I'm dramatic. <laughs> Y'all gonna think I'm real dramatic when I say this. Um, so hopefully you, you get it. I'm gonna try to explain uh -huh. it. Um, when we were when we were watching Raw. And Shawn Michaels had a segment with Randy Orton. 
I was I was fixated to the TV, as in I stared at it just like this. <laughs> I was just staring yeah. and did not take my eyes off of it. And yet, I looked at Brandon later on, and I was like, Randy, Randy, when did why is Shawn Michaels down after an RKO? And he goes, Well, he punted him in the head. And I was staring. He's like, You were looking at the TV, and I was like, Yeah, but I wasn't there. And I had to explain why I wasn't there. So this will sound weird, but it's true. Um, and I want, I, look, I'm losing my hair. Well, before I say it, I'm losing my hair too. I don't want anyone to think that this has anything to do with a hairline. You just let me finish on this. Um, what it is, is that I saw Shawn Michaels' hairline and I saw how bald he was. And I almost zoned out because I was almost like traumatized. And I was just like off in my own world. And the reason that is, is because I am, <laughs> Wes, by the way, says you can't write these transitions. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler. So in my head, I always see Shawn Michaels as that 90s earrings, long ear, dangly earrings, boy toy, uh, long hair. And so when I saw the hairline, it was like, it almost like made me realize my mortality. Because I'm like, mm. Shawn Michaels is this old legend now. And it made me realize, like, oh, Kenny, you're not, like, you know, a kid anymore. You're, you're a 30-year-old man as well. Like, I'm, I'm older than Shawn Michaels was in his run the first go-around. You know what I mean? And uh, so it just made, I zoned out because it just, it almost just made me sad. It almost just made me sad because I was like, oh, man, like, it's kind of like, <laughs> again, it sounds dramatic. But, like, you, sometimes you're so busy in life, um, like, huge thunder out, out there. Thunder? <laughs> God is mad that I'm talking about Shawn Michaels' hairline. Talking about Shawn's hair, bro. You okay. better respect. It's a respect. Sorry, that. sorry, Shawn. Um, yeah, but it's kind of like sometimes you're so busy on uh, trying to start a living or or make a living that you forget that like your parents are old or getting older too. Like while you're mm -hmm. getting older, and then so you start seeing your parents, you have to help them, you know, into the house more or, or help them reach things, and like they're getting old, they're getting elderly. That's kind of what it was for me was like all of a sudden Shawn Michaels isn't this young thriving athlete athlete best in the business he's like this older guy older grizzled vet and it just made me sad that's really what it is and so I've missed the punt completely I've missed it completely um yeah uh, and that's speaking, Hollis speaking, says dude yeah. how, how do you think I feel seeing seeing Jake the Snake Roberts see yeah 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 oh wow yeah, yeah, true. yeah. But, but, but yeah speaking yeah. of yeah being a vet did, did you uh I don't know if this is a big thing or not, but did you have a problem with the way uh, Sean sold the putt in the RKO? Like I've heard Jesus. Just, yeah. Every time Shawn Michaels' name is mentioned, a, a <laughs> roll of thunder yeah. just goes. Like, and, and, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I didn't I have a problem with it. Watching like it back, everybody was saying like yeah. he should have stayed down and stuff, and I get that, <laughs> but like bluntly... He's Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, damn it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying he's Hulk Hogan, but like he's not Ric Flair who was on his deathbed a year ago. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> April April says, don't disrespect God's favorite wrestler. Um, it, it rolled off again. But anyway. Um, no, it's... <laughs> Hollis says, I heard that one. That's just my, my stomach rumbling. Um no, I didn't have a problem with the way he sold it. I didn't even think about it until other people said it. But, you know, I saw Bully Ray and Velvet Sky and stuff said that. And I get where they're coming from. Like, he should have been knocked out. But there needed to be a reason, guys, just so you know. There needed to be a reason for Drew McIntyre to be um, distracted. Because if Sean was just down and he was looking, he probably looked like would look more like a jackass. 
because like Sean's already dead, what's he gonna do? But when Sean was kind of like going like this, and he was try trying to like hold him back almost, and kind of like, you okay? It makes more sense that um, <laughs> Apron Bump says God's former tag team partner. Yes, Backlash 2006. Go watch that. Um, but I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it. I think uh, people were reading into this too much. And I love Bully Ray, I love Velvet Sky, but you're questioning Shawn Michaels of all people. No offense. No offense, but come on. It's pouring rain right now, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, what about this uh, craziness, man? Brandy Rhodes, and it's going to be in the finals of this women's dude, tournament. Dude, people I, a lot of people were hate. I didn't see it live, and a lot of people went on Twitter and yeah. was like, were, were like, man, this is all about Brandy and this and that, and I didn't like it. And it, it, it did kind of weird me out of like how she was like, she was acting so heelish with her like figure and like going after her figure and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if she's turning heel uh, or she's supposed to, no pun intended, AEW heels, but like it was, it was weird. But I also said uh, on Twitter, if you're naive enough to think that the whole tournament wouldn't have uh, Allie and Brandy evolving into right. their feud evolving into something, think you were going into this naive. Of course, they're going to showcase other women. Of course, they're going to bring in women, but the whole point was for their team to be either dissolved or go into the next part of their storyline. So it's like, I don't understand what your, what your problem is. I guess because people are like, yeah, like they have a problem with the fact that she's in the front office, but like, yeah, we knew that was coming. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people are looking for a reason to bitch right. sometimes. Are people still, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's still out there. I wonder if people still kind of feel that way about Cody too. They do, but I think just, yeah, I think he gets uh, he doesn't get as much, much uh, slack. Yeah, you hear this? <laughs> you, hear, you can hear this storm. It's crazy out there, bro. It's crazy. Oh shit! Is that hail? I know. <laughs> it sounds hail. like hail. What? I I look. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk about Shawn Michaels' hairline. Okay, Shawn Michaels has a full head of hair. Full head. Beautiful, beautiful it's hair. He's not my boy toy. Um. But anyway, going back to it, it's like, yeah, I, I get why why people have problem with with Brandy. But I mean, come on, it's not like it's not like Brandy is Goldberg just fighting twice a year. Did you hear about this? Goldberg is signed awesome is until twenty twenty three to do two matches a year. Nice. So now I just said I, I jokingly said on on Twitter, I was like, Goldberg signed for another hundred years, two matches a year, one where he wins the title, one where he loses the title. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, that is tight, man. I wonder if the Brock's gonna end up with something like that. <laughs> he's just, he's he already does. Yeah, that's already his uh his gimmick right there. Uh, and um, you know, Chris Jericho is apparently offended by the Y2J nickname, and wow. it's funny that people read that headline and they didn't understand it. And mm. it comes from a place of confidence with Chris Jericho, and you have to understand it. A lot of people were like, "Why? That's the nickname that made him famous. He should love that name." And blah 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 blah. And then you read what he said. <laughs> Mason says God taking a leak against Kenny's window <laughs> um, but you uh, you gotta realize what he said he goes I don't like when people call me Y2J because if you call me Y2J that was 10 years ago I haven't done that in so long that if you're calling it it means you haven't watched my recent work and I feel like I've progressed and done this and that and that so it's like if you call him the demo god he's gonna be like okay at least you're familiar with my work right now you call him Y2J it's almost like he's like oh maybe you saw me 15 years ago but you don't know who I am right now mm. so that that's really the point he was making you know it's like right now like you know 
if I if I stop doing Kenny for your thoughts today, and then ten years from now, you know, I'm a I'm a wrestler and I'm the world heavyweight champion, and people are like, oh, Kenny for your thoughts podcast. I almost look at them like, what? What? Like mm. that was ten years ago, bro. What are you talking about? That's kind of what I'm getting at. So I understood what Chris Jericho was saying. I I totally understood what he was saying, but yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's that's the love of the Dimbo Gad stuff. Uh, but yeah, if he wants to get away from that, you know, I mean, he's in a different you know company too. You know, so he's right, trying to get right, that exactly. over you know, as well. Exactly. You know? I'm glad you said that because stuff, yeah. a lot of people think that he's angry at his WWE career. He's not. He's, his job is to put over AEW. So why would he put over something that's WWE related? Trust me, you'd be more pissed off if Chris Jericho was still like posting WWE clips and saying like, oh, great part of my career and stuff. Because it's like, you'd be like, whoa, who gives a shit about that? You're in AEW now. All right. right. But uh, speaking of giving a shit, uh, apparently Vince McMahon really didn't give a shit about Rusev. Really, really <laughs> didn't give a shit about Rusev because uh, Rusev so was uh, talking about... You see, oh my god. It's, it's oh my god. Hollis. No, Hollis. Yeah. I could have covered for it by saying, I'm in the Thunderdome right now. Here's the Thunderdome. <laughs> All right, here's a Kenny for your thoughts Thunderdome. We're going to change it up. This is the Thunderdome right here because you can hear. All the thunder and lightning going on. This is the hottest wrestling podcast alive. Interactive wrestling <laughs> podcast. I love it. I love it. Hey, maybe you should do that, man. Like, <laughs> like have people's faces like pop in. I mean, should we do wanna, that? Guys, yeah, would you like that on next week's like, episode? Yeah, like, all jokes aside, everyone who's in the live chat, fans, yeah. I would love if there's a way, um, maybe, and I'll, maybe, maybe I'll have Hollis be in charge of this or somebody else. Where you can all do a live Zoom call, and I'll just stream the live Zoom call right behind us, so we could be in the Thunderdome. Like Kenny for yeah. Thunderdome. I like this, but <laughs> it's it's also raining on this episode, so I feel like next week it'll be like nice and sunny, and we'll be like, why the hell didn't we do it last week? <laughs> right, right. That's okay. What were we talking about? I don't even remember. Uh, something important. Oh, Vince McMahon. Oh, Rusev. Yeah, uh, Rusev. Rusev. Yes. So apparently, Rusev was getting over with the Rusev Day stuff, and Vince McMahon uh, had the nerve to tell him that the fans were mocking him. That wasn't a Rusev Day getting over. That was them mocking the Rusev Day stuff. And to me, aren't they one and the same? Like, yes, it started out tongue-in-cheek, which is, I think, the term that he was looking for. It started out tongue-in-cheek, but then it's really got over. It really organically got over. And then, sure enough, at WrestleMania that year, WrestleMania 34, the Rusev Day shirts were sold out. And Vince McMahon was basically like, that's because we didn't print enough or something like that. And it's like, how can you really discredit this guy? We've talked about this, Brandon, about Rusev. Like, you know, and this is to tell you I'm just not like a WWE apologist. Like, I really think Vince McMahon missed the ball on Rusev because here was a versatile, versatile. I mean, look, look who they're losing right now. Renee Young, same thing. A versatile person, somebody you could just have do anything. Rusev did a serious character, yeah. pulled it off. He did a funny character, pulled it off. Did something as ridiculous as Rusev Day and pulled it off. How do you not get behind that guy? Yeah, I think he could have done commentary like, uh, like what's like um, Samoa Joe or something. I think right, that's a, yeah, I think great example. I think Rusev is this generation Samoa Joe in that sense, where he could be a badass, but he could be a talker too. And English isn't even for his first language. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just all these things of like, how do you not see how good this guy is? And um. I just remember when, uh, like, little stupid things. When he looked at Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens goes, um, he said something to him. He's like, oh, blah, 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 Rusev. And he goes, Kevin Owens, 
with your two first names, you stupid Canadian American. <laughs> and he said something like that, and it was just really, really funny. Hilarious, if you will. Um, and Rusev, yeah, just Rusev, just so talented. I just don't understand. By the way, my um, my Instagram live stream cut off because it said no. something about connection issues. So I hope this storm's not going to try to cut off our episode. Damn it! No. All right. All but, right. All right. Let's get in this hot take before your internet cuts off. Uh, oh yeah, what is this about uh, Roman Reigns and AEW? So, here, so yeah, we're about to get into the main event, but one last topic. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Dave Meltzer reported that WWE talent had to have all been in contact with AEW besides Roman Reigns. Mm. And I really dispute this one. This is one of those where you use your brain as opposed to listening to reporters. Um, everybody's saying it's still clear on, on, on your end, so that's good. Okay, we're still good, Brandon. We're still live, brother. Right, brother. Nice, nice, nice. Thus, YouTube, the YouTube algorithm tries to cut us off. <laughs> well, my, thing, my thing here is really use your head. I don't think everybody in WWE has been in contact with AEW. What I do believe, and what we can just use common sense to talk about, is the fact that everybody whose contract has come up has probably been in contact with AEW, regardless of if they called them or not. Tony mm. Khan probably said, okay, your contract's coming up, this is, what we, this is what I'm offering you, this is what it is, this is what it is. And then either that talent said, okay, let me consider it, or showed it to WWE and said, hey, AEW's offering me X amount. Can you do X amount? Hmm. So it's like Dave, Mel you know, everyone's saying it on the chat, but blah, yeah, Dave, Mel Meltzer, uh, Dave Meltzer full of shit. He's biased in terms of WWE, and it's 100% true. It's 100% true, and I, I don't appreciate that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a wrestling fan first and foremost, but uh, in council commentary, no, I didn't hear what he asked yesterday, so let us know. But it's like, how could you say every talent at WWE has been in contact with AEW? You know you're full of shit. You know that's 100% not true. Just use common sense. Okay, if you said that every WWE wrestler has been in contact with the Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast to have an interview, <laughs> I'd believe it. I'd believe it. Okay, but this is this is shit. Yeah, can we get like a Mark Meltzer? Can we can we have a Mark Meltzer as our our, our podcast host? Smark Meltzer. <laughs> can he smark explain everything to us? That's a new character on the show. Who wants to be Smark Smeltzer? <laughs> yeah, but I I just didn't, uh, dude. Especially the fact that it was reported Roman Reigns was the one holdout. As if right. Braun Strowman, bluntly, as if Braun Strowman was in contact with AEW. You think Braun Strowman, with as big as his push is right now, being the Universal Champion, just signed a new contract, you think he was talking to AEW? Hell no. Right. Come on now. Plus, plus he's got a new haircut. Plus so he's I bald mean, now. Yeah, I'm, about well, to, I'm would... about to shave my head bald. I'm done with hair. You're going to do it? You're just, you're I'm just so close. Don't be surprised if one day you show up and I'm just bald. <laughs> bald. I, I think you can correct the Brandon, bald. Look. Brandon, we should shave each other's heads. We should just shave I, each yeah. other's heads. I can't think I'm losing there. it too. Yeah. We're both getting there. All right? It's going. So Manscaped, uh, they were looking for a, uh, <laughs> a podcast to sponsor. Do, do us. Do us. We'll shave it all bare. We'll shave it all bare. shave it all bare. Just all of it. Two guys, four balls. Actually, three balls. That's I right. have no good authority that Brandon doesn't have, too. But let's get into the main event, all right? Here, let's That's get right. to what we're here for, all right? This is what I wanted to talk about for the simple reason that I have a real big problem with the wrestling stand community. And hmm. as this relates to what happened to Sonya Deville, if you don't know what happened to Sonya Deville, uh, Sonya Deville, I'm not going to say which friend because I don't want to out where they are if you find the address. One of our really good friends, this was literally two minutes away from 
their house. This was like a couple minutes away from where I live, a couple minutes away from Brandon. Brandon lives. It's crazy to think about how close this was. Somebody traveled. I think it was from North uh, South, South Carolina. South Carolina. So traveled to Florida, man. All the way to Lutz, Florida, <laughs> to kidnap Sonia Deville. Bluntly, to kidnap Sonia Deville. Ha- ha- was found with uh, zip ties. Was found with weapons. This is very scary stuff, and uh, I had stumbled upon his Twitter shortly thereafter, mm. and it was nothing but retweets of Sonya Deville saying stuff like, should he off himself now if she doesn't want to be with him? Oh, very, very sick, sadistic stuff. Now, I know you're saying, how does that relate to the Stan community? I'll get there. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> Hollis says, sorry, I'll, the reason I'm laughing is because Hollis says, or go to where QT Marshall went for his hair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, QT Marshall all of a sudden has hair, which is weird. Uh, it would, and, and Mason says it would take three days to completely shave Brandon. Dude is like the wolf, <laughs> the wolf ma? Wolf man, I think is what he meant to say. Brandon's yeah. actually, he's hairless. He's very hairless. He's very smooth. The only, the only, I, yeah, whatever, little hairs, whatever, whatever little hairs Brandon has, yeah. it's so funny. Anytime they move, ask Brandon. Every time he's on my couch, he goes, he just starts slapping his hand because like anytime his little arm hairs move, he's so not used to it that he just yeah. starts slapping. He's on crack. I swear he to God, it's so like he's drugs, like a meth addict. Right? It's yeah, not, it's not because they, he always goes exact words. I swear, he goes, <laughs> "Uh, I don't know, man. There was a a bug crawling on me or something." Now, I've disputed that over and over again because I'll have other friends sit in the same position Brandon was in, literally leave before he gets there because they know we're gonna watch wrestling. They don't want to yeah. watch with us, so they leave. They they didn't move an inch while they were sitting there, but no, Brandon, Brandon found bugs. Okay, uh, on in my house, even though I use a Roomba every single day to clean my house and stuff, I'm a relatively clean person. Okay, that's why I want to manscape everything. Okay, yeah, because I'm a clean, clean person. Let's keep it clean. But if I shave my head, everybody's gonna call me Ricochet, a hundred percent, because like that's where it's gonna go. Everyone's already calling me Ricochet with hair, so that's where it's going, right? But anyway, let's go back to this. So, so in, in all seriousness, Sonya Deville, scary situation. This guy cut through her screen, her patio screen. <laughs> Everybody is offering help to Brandon, by the way. Yes. Um, cut through her patio screen and sat there. Watch, kind of watched them before they went to bed. This is scary. Really think about this as a human being. You just think everything's okay. And a man's sitting there watching. You're going to be paranoid for the rest of your life. And... Uh, <laughs> April says, don't disrespect Kenny's Bay. He likes them smooth. Damn it, I'm trying to have a serious topic. <laughs> but he's sitting there watching her. And, and reports have even come out that Mandy Rose, you know, kayfabe is dead. Let's not talk about that, that aspect. But obviously her real-life best friend, Mandy Rose, was sitting there and went to the guest room. Um, and then they heard some commotion and stuff. And so he had, he had broke into the house. And um, basically was attempting to kidnap um, them. Uh, Brandon, I'm sure you've read more more on this than I have. Yeah, it's actually creepy. It's like he like yeah. cut, he like cut a hole in the screen and like snuck in, and you just like sat there for hours like watching them. It's just like super bizarre stuff. Uh, good thing is they they caught him. I guess she. I guess they found out he was in the house, so they they got out of there. Yeah, uh, and, and, and supposedly I guess he was like running after them because he thought that they went upstairs. And they ran out the front door. So that's the only reason why they were able to escape. And guys, I saw people making fun of this and saying stuff. But guys, I, I want this. I want you all to understand his intention was for her not to make it to SummerSlam. Mm. That's how crazy this guy was. And 
not only that, but like you're all laughing and joking about it. <laughs> when did when did kayfabe die? Is what people are asking. But I want you to understand: what if we read the headline, Sonya Deville kidnapped, or Sonya mm. Deville dead at the age of twenty something? Like, would we really be joking about this? The only reason you're able to joke about it is because they're safe. But don't lose sight of the fact that this could have gone a completely different direction. And this, it's scary to think about. It's scary to think about. And Mandy Rose was in the house, too. So who knows? Yeah. What, who knows what could have happened to the both of them? Yeah. And again, this was 10 minutes away from, from our respective houses. Which was even scarier, because I saw reports all day I was like, of a break-in and a woman tr- almost kidnapped and this, this, and this. And then it came out that it was Sonya Deville. And so my mind got blown because, of course, I'm like, holy yeah. crap. But then that scared me because, I, bluntly, I'm going to say it like this. On my personal Facebook, everybody was posting, oh, that was in this neighborhood. That's where this happened. I live right <laughs> behind there. And then it started coming out who it was. And it's like, that's what scares me is because, like, people can connect those dots really easily. So now I know where Sonya Deville lives. Like, that's that. And I don't mean that in a good way of, like, I know where Sonya Deville lives. Right. And she's a victim in this scenario. How scary is it that, like, you know, obviously I'm not going to do or say anything, but, like, if somebody else gets that information, I, it, it was just scary. It made me, it made me paranoid, you know? Uh, and we got we to gotta be better, especially with celebrities. And so now hmm. we get into that, uh, that talk that I wanted to get about wrestling stands. Stands. I've never liked the wrestling stand community. And, you know, there's exceptions to every rule. I mean, come on, Brandon. I was like obsessed with Hillary Duff growing up. Like, oh, be yeah. blunt. I mean, we both were, to we, be honest. We yeah. were like, I thought yeah. she was the hottest thing ever. <laughs> but it never crossed my mind to go find her address. It never crossed my mind <laughs> right. to post a, uh, to have a Twitter with nothing but Hillary Duff tweets yeah. and talk about her all the I mean, time. You didn't even do like a fan site tribute. Nothing like, like that. Oh, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like it's like that's what to me is so dangerous about the wrestling stand community. Because when you have an account where you have no profile picture, it's just a picture of whoever you think is is cute or whatever or whoever you're obsessed with. It's like, and I apologize. I'm almost at a loss for words. But it is. It's a scary. It's a scary, scary thing. Um, and people like, like probably the most recent example is like I've seen pep- people getting just obsessed about Becky Lynch's baby and Seth Rollins' baby, mm. and it's like this is not your child. I'm so happy for Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, but this is not your child. Why are you getting to a place where you're so obsessed with a child, an unborn child at that? That's dangerous because now Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins have to watch their back when they're walking outside because they don't know how obsessed one of these obsessive pe- fans comes out and tries to steal their baby. Like, at what point is it just crossing the line? And, and that's what's so dangerous about it. And I've never, I literally unfollow Stan accounts on, on Twitter <laughs> because it's like, I don't know when you're talking about oh my god I'm, I'm so happy for becky lynch now don't get me wrong if you're obsessed with becky lynch and you're like oh my god she's the best thing ever the stuff cool but you see some of those like i was physically sick because becky's not there it's like no no that's a different level like you seek help please mm. i'm not even joking like seek help that is not how you should be acting when it comes to your favorite wrestler unhealthy people it really unhealthy is obsession it really is yeah, yeah. And showing up people's homes, cutting the screens, the, the, you know, you gotta, you gotta take and, a step yeah, back. I mean, like, and <laughs> like, that's why, that's why I want to shed a light on this, right? Because people are saying, 
just weird, weird things sometimes. And uh, like somebody said something about like, I know where Becky lives or something like that. And it's like, we need to put a light, all of us in the wrestling community, we need to put a light on these people because they need to not get away with saying stupid shit like this, stupid trolling shit, because we saw what happened to Sonya Deville. And we can't allow something like that to happen. And April alluded to it in the chat earlier. You know, uh, the Young Bucks deactivated their Twitter because people were posting pictures of their house. Like literally posting pictures and saying, I know where you live. And it's like, no, guys, no. It, it, it scares me. It, it just scares me. I mean, I'm nobody. And I've gotten some weird DMs sometimes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm no one. So I can't even imagine yeah. just dealing with that, like... um that monkey on your back of just like always feeling like you need to protect your family and stuff. And these, yeah, these are, you know, multimillionaires, but they can't afford security to walk around with them all the time. There's normal people. Leave them the fuck alone. Like this, it was not, you know, Sonya Deville that was attacked. This was Daria that was attacked. You, you get what I'm saying? It's like, this is a real person in her real house. And bluntly, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be so blunt. Guys, Sonya Deville is gay. What the hell did you think would happen? <laughs> like, this, that's even different level Man. delusional, because to me, it's like, even if she... Like, what did you think would happen? She'd suddenly denounce her sexuality and say, I love you? See, please, like, just don't let it to get, get to that level where you're that delusional. Which is, this whole episode talks about delusion. Don't... Don't say women are like this. Don't say that I can be with this wrestler and, and, and you know take it to this level that you feel like you need to kidnap her because god forbid what was he gonna do with her it's scary mm. to think about i don't know i know i know i know i'm not ending on the the <laughs> happiest note. no hey you know what? it needs to be said though right but i want to talk uh, yeah. i want to i want to read some uh some comments here um i i did talk about uh wrestling stands and uh, i had some really good tweets here i said what's your take on wrestling stands and I'm reading them verbatim, not my opinion, other people. Uh, Pisagosa says, all stands are equally worthless. A lack of objectivity Damn. is a surefire sign of a weak mind, and to be a stand is to freely admit you have abandoned any attempt at uh, objectivity. Uh, honestly, every one of them can get in the fucking bin. Stands ruin everything. Mm. Okay. Um, let me read some more. It says, I think... Uh, alternatively, some people do not want or need ob objectivity in their hobby. They just need something to root for, uh, feel like they belong, especially with so much distance between people. Having a bunch of stands makes sense. It's when it turns obsessive, there's a problem, which is exactly what I'm getting okay, at. It's like you can be obsessed with a football team. You could be obsessed with a player. You could be obsessed with wrestling and wrestlers, but it's like you don't cross that personal line. For, don't, for, don't forget this is basically a TV show. Okay? These are people. Okay? These are not objects per se um so yes so yes um and let me read some more more comments here like i promised um which by the way um fernando lied to me because he says right here uh <laughs> that he's not going to be on the episode but here he is and he says yes. um and sorry guys i know we're having a little bit of technical difficulties today uh, i think the fiend is here or something or it's a thunderdome right now um, and oh, it says some, some need major psychological evaluations. Um, it's all fun and games till 
the community becomes toxic. Matt Ritter says, stands are toxic. Even the idea of comparing yourself to, to the Eminem song as a level of fandom is extreme and worrisome. So, yes, see? See, this is what we did the Eminem song. April says they need to get a life and wash their ass. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Cutie Pie Jilly Bean says a lot of them are the worst. Uh, I agree. Um, Co says wrestling stands are becoming too obsessive, too toxic, that they threaten... Uh, writers, creative, and other wrestling fans. They definitely don't know how to truly support a wrestler like an ordinary fan without being too obsessed or too toxic. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it gets to a point of your personality. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, we all get obsessive. I love the wrestling business so much that I decided to start a wrestling podcast. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go, like, harass wrestlers. Um, Mewman says, I try to distance myself from wrestling debates due to them. They basically ruin it for the rest of us. I'm all for liking one over the other, but to be blindly follow one and bash the other while being toxic to anyone of the opposite opinion is what makes it difficult in the IWC. So that's in per- that's pertaining to AEW versus WWE. A lot of people get so obsessed, and it's like, guys, I w- it's okay to be a wrestling fan and kind of poke fun at the other company, but like wrestlers aren't as obsessed about AEW versus WWE as you are. Mm. Just remember that. Just remember that. But uh, yes, Brandon, any any final thoughts before we go off air? Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, we just want to say we we love uh, everybody here. Uh, get get some t-shirts. Become a virtual fan so you can sign up. Yeah, let's see if we can do uh, that next week. Me, I think, I think it'll be... Money. I'm, yeah, I'm having, it. My dumbass is having technical difficulties this week. We're doing nothing. <laughs> and I, yet I want to interject like 100 <laughs> people into the, uh, into the chat. <laughs> and um, let me read a couple comments yeah. from our chat, which uh, apparently stopped working. So I want to read this. Um, Mason says, dude, if you're, if you're going to kidnap someone, you're not concerned whether or not they're attracted to you. Dark but true. That is very true. Mm. Um... And some people can't separate actor from character. It's why people like characters like like Negan from The Walking Dead. That's very true. It's like that's it's kind of scary. Um, April says, if I saw one of my favorite wrestlers, I run away because I'm too nervous to talk to them. Um, wow. Yeah. And. Um, yep. Subscribe and press that like button. Hollis is right. And uh, yeah, it's just I, I just don't understand, man. It's like, guys, please keep our wrestling community safe. All right, like love one another, keep the positive vibes. Don't let your obsession get to that point because that means you really need some uh, some help, bluntly. But hey, maybe we should end the end the episode on something positive, Brandon. Something positive we want to talk quote? about. I don't have uh, an inspirational quote uh, this week. Damn it! I don't want better. it. <laughs> got something even better. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, guys, we'll just end it there because the Thunderdome is getting way too, way too powerful outside. And guys, um, what I do want to say is, you know, I know I have wrestling fans, not stands here. And yes. to the wrestling community and the people that support us, I thank you so much. Thank you for not getting to that level with us and uh, interacting with me, but never making me feel unsafe. Okay. <laughs> But now that I told everybody that I live 10 minutes away from Sonya Deville, not good. (laughs) Just made it worse. Just made it a lot worse. All right. So nobody come on my patio, cut my screen, because first of all, I'm just going to be pissed that you damaged my property. (laughs) Okay. And I'm just going to use those zip ties to whoop your ass. Simple as that. Okay. But let's all love one another. Let's all try to be better. It all starts with us uh, on Twitter. Um, Let's keep the positivity going. So thank you so much. 
See you next week. Yeah.